Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Giannato and Jeffrey broadcast live from the Red River Toyota Studios. Check out Red River Toyota in Wynn, Arkansas. The Giannato and Jeffrey Show on Memphis's Sports Station, 92.9 FM, ESPN. If you're going to be betting the NCAA tournament games, we've got a great offer for you. Right now, you can follow 92.9 FM, ESPN in the Odyssey app to unlock, to unlock two months of free betting insights from BetQL. You can get expert betting trends, best bets, and more. Simply download the Odyssey app, create an account, and follow 92.9 FM ESPN to unlock two free months of BetQL today. You can get everything from public splits to sharp splits. Lots of great info over at BetQL. I basically check it on a regular basis. So again, if you download the Odyssey app and you sign up creating an account, you follow 92.9 FM ESPN. You can unlock two free months of BetQL today. Jason Smith is going to join us in the next segment. Before we do that, let's get into the list. Giannato and Jeffrey keep a list of the stories and people they need to talk about. Being on the list can be a good or bad thing. Listen to find out who made it and why. This is The List. You just made the list. On Giannato and Jeffrey on 92.9 FM ESPN. The Sweet 16. You just made the list. Starts tonight, Jeffrey. 5.30 tip on TBS. Michigan State against Kansas State. The seven-seeded Spartans against the third-seeded Wildcats. That's at Madison Square Garden. Then at 6.15 on CBS, we get number eight-seed Arkansas versus number four-seed UConn in Vegas. Um, and then the late games, 8 o'clock tip at the Garden, Florida Atlantic against Tennessee, and then uh, 8.45 on CBS, uh, we've got in Vegas, Gonzaga, UCLA. Is Nance just following his alma mater? Yes, he's with Houston again. So he's with Houston again? Yes. All the way to the end? From what I, when I looked at the pairings earlier, when they sent out, like the CBS sent out their thing, I believe he is with... Um, he is with Houston and Miami, and who else is with Houston and Miami? Houston, Miami. That's Xavier, Texas, I believe. Because yes, Houston and Houston and Texas could wind up yeah, being. I think that's who he's with. I was trying to see if they had. Uh, so yeah, okay. I don't see on this story. I don't see they. I don't see the announcers for the tonight. Uh, how did you feel about? The story. So, I sent you the clip earlier this week. Oh, um, right, here it is. It's so tonight. You've got 
uh, on t- the the at the Garden. You've got Brian Anderson, Jim Jackson, and Allie LaForce. Okay, uh, so that's for Michigan State, Kansas State, and FAU Tennessee. And then in Vegas, you've got the Kevin Harlan, Dan Bonner, Stan Van Gundy, Lauren Shahadi uh, qu- quartet, I guess, for Arkansas, UConn, and Gonzaga, UCLA. So I sent you the clip. And it was going around. It went it went viral. The CBS released the clip of Harlan's call when the uh, JP Begeese hit the three against Virginia. Yeah, the Furman shot. He says he's embarrassed by it. Did you see that? So I was wondering, is he? Em- I was trying to figure out what he would be embarrassed by because it's an unbelievable clip. Yeah, no, I enjoyed. Wa- I watched it several I times. Think, is it maybe when he put his arms out because it felt like maybe he was saying, "Don't talk. I'm I'm going to talk to." Well, his- I think he was saying, "Don't talk to let the moment." Kind of. It was an awesome clip. Yeah, I mean, what he said specifically was, um, "Let's see here." Yeah, he said he admitted he voiced his concern with CBS and Turner. Uh, about having the camera on him during the game and did not want to show, quote, how hot dogs are made. Uh, kind of embarrassed by it. I'm not comfortable with it. I understand why CBS would want to use that, and I guess I trust my bosses more than I trust myself in this situation. At the same time, if they asked me my preference, I would have said, please don't put that up there, and I still feel the same way. So, yeah, he, he just didn't want you to see. They, he wanted there to be like it's like he's like a magician, you know. He didn't want you to see how he does his tricks. Right, but we're that day and age is past. Yeah, well, it's not like he's saying like a, I wholeheartedly. Yeah, he no, clearly no, gave I, his okay ultimately. Never forget who the number one Kevin Harlan fan is. Yeah, I, I'm I'm with there with. I enjoyed seeing him falling back in it the chair. It was incredible. Like because it was cool just seeing how caught up in it he was. Stan Van's Stan, like stunned Stan was look. The, yes, no, and like you can tell when Stan sees the pass, the. How wide his eyes got, yeah. like, oh, my God, that kid threw that. And then you can see the anticipation. It's great. I also just think, like, we're in the day and age where everyone's got a phone. Everyone's filming something. And obviously, like, I kind of think this is smart by the TV station. One of my favorite additions has been on the Grizzlies broadcast has been the, the check-in cam on, on Pete and Brevin. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's been some great moments. Well, it's also because they're right behind the replay review thing. So we always see them on the replay review now. Yeah, I mean. Um, no, it was fine. But uh, what do you think about tonight's games? You said, I think you're right. Gonzaga-UCLA is the marquee game. All right, so I believe the Bear had the stat. It's like nine times the number seven seed when playing a three seed has been favored. Six times... The seven seed or the three seed won outright, but the problem is, it's either two of the three or all three times that the other situation happened. It was with a Tom Izzo team. So, I think the big story in that game is Noel. So Noel's from Queens. Mm-hmm. It's the underrated New York City guy. John Calperi called him a little guy. Yeah, Had to apologize. Called him up and apologized this week. I would say Noel's. Noel's like last four minutes made him apologize. Yeah. Um, he feels like the best shot maker in the game. Well, and I mean, Keontae Johnson is a really good player. To me, if you take the Izzo factor out of the equation, Kansas State's a much better team. I want Kansas State. Kansas State is a more talented team than Michigan but State. But there's the, there's the Izzo factor. Yeah. See, it's interesting you bring that up because. 
Um, so the thing with Izzo is, it's like once he gets, it's like when he wins the first game, he usually wins another. Like if you look at his, he made the final four in 2018-19, but this is, other than that, this is his, he's basically, he had not made it out of the first weekend of the tournament since 2015. Um, so he hasn't had that much success in the postseason lately, but he also had a run of <laughs> runner-up, Final Four, Sweet 16, Sweet 16, Elite Eight, Final Four. He's been the head, like, he's been the head coach for 29 seasons. Only one They've title. Made the Sweet 16 15 times. Yeah. No, he's... Uh, well, yeah, he, you should celebrate him. He has the last Big Ten title. Yeah, I guess. Um, I will say he's one of those coaches, like, I don't like Michigan State as a Michigan fan, but, like, I find it hard to hate Izzo. His like, passion for the university yeah. is, is intoxicating. You know, and so... And there's also something to be said for did a Did you know him and Mariucci were childhood friends? Uh, I had heard that. And, uh, Northern they Michigan. They went to the same school together? Went to the same college, Northern and, Michigan. And uh, my, my uncle actually went to, like, high school with him. Yeah. Uh, but there's the thing with... His best friend is Mariucci. Yeah, they were roommates. Iron Might and High... Iron, they went to Iron Mountain High together. And they were teammates in football and basketball and track. Yeah, I mean, and then and they, they were roommates they in went Northern to the, Michigan. Yeah, that, the, in is, Marquette, Michigan. It's Northern Michigan? Is that the school? Yep. It's in, it's the, like the, the non-MAC it, directional? It's the, yeah, it's the first. D2 school, I think? It's the, it's like all the way at the western end of the upper peninsula of Michigan. It takes, it takes as long to get from Ann Arbor to Northern Michigan University as it does to get from Washington, D.C. to Ann Arbor. Because you have to go, yeah. There's only one bridge yeah. to get across that, whatever, I forget which Great Lake it is that you cross to get into the UP from, like, mainland Michigan. I'm taking Kansas State in that game, understanding that I'm betting against Izzo. I just think I Kansas think they State's have the better. better team. Yeah, I think they have the better team. And then Tennessee, Florida Atlantic is, you know, it's complicated from, like, well, let's get to Arkansas-UConn because I okay. guess first. Yeah. So the thing that I think is interesting about this game is I think a large part of it's going to be how is the game officiated? Mm-hmm. If this game is allowed to get physical, I think that I think that favors Arkansas. But if it's a tighter whistle and becomes a jump shooting contest, I greatly favor UConn because – the one weakness that I see with UConn is they've not been great handling pressure with the basketball. Well, Arkansas is going to turn the pressure up. Mm-hmm. But if it becomes a who makes more shots, well, UConn's just a much, much better offensive team. So to me, it's like, how is that game officiated? And I'm, I'm going with Arkansas. So technically, I have both underdogs tonight in the first, in the first window. Now let's get to Tennessee FAU because this is, I think, is the fascinating question for Tigers fans. What do you want? Yeah, who would you rather see win this game? Because I think, hang with me here, let me make the case for Tennessee. Okay. If you watch FAU win this game tonight, does that not just, you already know missed opportunity, right? Mm -hmm. Doesn't that just make it worse? You start like just mm-hmm. thinking about like shoulda, coulda, woulda, much worse, because. Well, can I? I'll, I'll give the counter argument. Well, though, because the other thing though, I would also add is, 
I feel like Tennessee's already put salt in the wound for Tigers fans because I believe most Tigers fans found a little bit of solace late Friday night, if they could find any. The little bit of solace was, well, Duke's going to beat Tennessee tomorrow, going to kill mm-hmm. Tennessee tomorrow. So, it, And then when Tennessee punched Duke in the mouth and bullied them, I feel like they already poured the salt in the wound. I think you can get over that. I think if you watch the the – the further FAU goes, I think it makes it worse. I'm not sure where I stand because I think that is a good argument in favor of wanting Tennessee, Tennessee to, win. to yes. win. I will say this, though. Isn't it better for the AAC if Florida Atlantic wins? And it, like it helps, it helps a little. You know, I'm not saying what Florida Atlantic is doing is sustainable long term. It feels like it's sustainable as long as maybe Dusty May's the coach. I don't know if they'll be able to. History would suggest that it when when he leaves, and you know, he may not get a job this year. But if he keeps doing this well, he will get a job next year. I would think, or if it tails off, he'll lose his job eventually. But if this ends up being just kind of a one hit wonder type of year for him, but at least in the short term, it helps with the reputation of the league if FAU is like a, an Elite Eight team and you get the added bonus of, well, you know, like if FAU beats Tennessee by more than, you know, like ultimately if FAU wins, more than likely they're going to win by more than they beat Memphis because they only beat Memphis by one. You can, like, and now, and now you've, you've knocked out a real enemy. Florida Atlantic is not a real enemy for Memphis at this point. If anything, it's probably slightly better for Memphis if Florida Atlantic is an actual like basketball program with a long-term pulse, if you will. And this would get, you know, help them in that regard. Whereas like Tennessee is very clearly like you hate, like, you know, you hate Tennessee. You're going to always hate Tennessee. They won't even play you. You know, they won't even play you anymore. Rick Barnes and Penny don't like each other. Like just, it'd be, it'd be nice that they can't hold that another thing over your head in terms of, well, we beat the team that eliminated you. I just think that the argument, it's like, it, we made the Sweet 16, you didn't. Like, that's how yeah. stu- you know what I mean? Like, it, it's a, I'm not saying so, it's but a, this would add, like, to your point of salt in the wounds, like, then going out and beating the team that beat Memphis, like, that's another, yeah, I don't know. I think, I think I'm going, I don't think I want either, like, if I'm a Memphis fan, this just the whole experience is going to be excruciating. But I think I'd slightly be in favor of Florida Atlantic winning this game. I still, I mean, again, it's a point of view. And it's also like, how are you wired as a sports fan? My wiring is when I watch a team that I know we should have beaten go on a run, I always just sit there and think, like, that should have been us. And -hmm. I don't think I'd be able to get over it. If Memphis would have made an Elite Eight this year at the minimum, I mean, and then you're talking about perhaps playing, you know, Kansas State or Michigan State for a Final Four, like, I don't know. That's a just a tough. That's a tough thought experiment. And then that late game really interests me. Gonzaga UCLA one because I think both teams are pretty good. Two, it's going to be the elimination of someone who's been playing college basketball forever. Their career is going to be over. Drew Timmy with Gonzaga, Jaime Hawkins and Tiger Campbell. One of them, like we're going to get like six year vets their last game. So one or the other. There was also injury news. Bona. Is questionable for tonight for for UCLA. Oh, so which is down which guy. is big because Bona's probably going to draw draw the Drew Timmy assignment. 
I do think it's funny how when you watch Gonzaga now, Timmy is a one-way player. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, th- wouldn't you just normally think like, okay, our seventh year, our se- by the way, he still has another year. Does he really? He still no. technically has a COVID year. Yes. No. Yes. Did you hear what he said today about dropping the f bomb in the post game interview? No. So my mom might have called me and I didn't answer. I was like, look, you guys asked me to come on. You know what I am and I haven't changed. It's not like I was on PBS Kids. It's TV past mid- midnight. Yeah, I also think, though, like, you, I don't exactly have the world's uh, cleanest mouth. You turn the light on, I can. I, 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 you don't come on this yeah. way. You don't come on don't this show and F-bombs. curse up a storm. Yeah. Yeah. There's the, he, He's pretty trained in the media arts right now. Well, he does it all the time. Like, like apparently he, um, apparently like they talk to him about it all the time. Like, because he curses all the time in these interviews. It feels rebellious. It feels like it's almost like he's yeah. It's, it's like part it, of the brand. Yeah, it's like the punk point. thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But I, I that game I think should be a lot of fun. Um. I think you're right. If I had to rank the four games tonight, I think I'm going Gonzaga UCLA one. Yep. I think Arkansas UConn two, yep. Kansas State Michigan State three. Yeah, and then Tennessee FAU, just an excruciating fourth. I don't think that game's going to be a lot of fun. No, I think it's going to in terms of gameplay, it's yeah. going to be excruciating. And then in terms of like I was thinking about it last night at the Grizzlies game, I was like, man, if this were like like if the if the Tigers had taken care of business like we thought they were gonna, or they had the chance to, like I'd be flying to New York in the morning, you know. Go to Madison Square Garden. That'd be pretty cool. I just think the other games all have potential to be fun. I think that game has obviously has a potential to be close. I just don't know if you're going to ever enjoy the watch. Forget fandom. I'm just mm-hmm. talking about is if you're just someone like you that just wants to watch college basketball, that one doesn't reek of this is going to be fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, Dallas Mavericks. You just made the list. So, <laughs> interesting moment in the Mavericks-Warriors game. Warriors actually got a road win. Uh, the Mavericks, though, have announced that they will file a protest from the 127-125 loss after confusion in the late in the third quarter over which team had possession of a ball, uh, possession of the ball coming out of a timeout. Um, basically, the Warriors, believing they had possession, were lined up on their offensive end of the court, um, and the during the timeout the refs had switched possession of the ball to the Warriors. And so the ball was inbounded on the Warriors' side, and Kev- Kevon Looney got a wide, you know, uncontested dunk while Dallas Wait, was all the way on the other side of the, the floor. Did they run the middle school play? There was no play. The refs screwed up. The, the, according to the Mavericks, the refs never told the Mavericks that possession had switched. And to their point, one of the other refs was down on that end of the court with the Mavericks. It, this was a. This was a, so. Why didn't they just stop play? It, that, that's exactly the point the Mavericks are making. Is like, why didn't they like? Why didn't the ref recognize? I don't think the Mavericks are purposefully lining up on the other side of the floor. Something went awry here. Instead, he just said, "Oh, they're late getting onto the court," and they inbounded the ball. Right, but if you're the official on the if you're the official on the wrong end of the floor, I put it on him. Like, you got a whistle, dude. Yeah, no, the refs. That should have been the guy that blew the whistle. And like, then they hey. lo- and then they lost the game by two points. Now again, this happened in the third quarter. I think you third said. quarter, late in the third quarter. So they had time to make up for it, but 
it's yeah, and then it's 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 yet another incident with, I mean, like there is now a more and more of an outcry over the NBA officiating. Um, Trey Young was asked about it last night and um, said, uh, you know, felt like uh, is Trey Young the best character witness? <laughs> he said, "This goes back to my statement I said at the beginning of the year: refs should be held more accountable." Parentheses, dollars, suspensions, etc. Just like us, they shouldn't get "we missed it" passes. Um, and you had Fred Van Vliet call out Ben Taylor, that NBA referee, basically saying he has a vendetta against certain guys. And there's reports now that that Ben Taylor guy, you know, Fred Van Vliet got suspend or got fined heavily for that. But also, it sounds like Ben Taylor's been demoted a little bit, like he's getting worse assignments, worse assignments, less assignments. So. Um, and then obviously, you know, we know it here in Memphis, there's been, you know, an outcry about officiating in the NCAA tournament. And I would just say this, I I have I have my doubts that the officiating is like a lot worse than it was 50 years ago. No, it's just we have way, we, like, well, no, we have, I, I guarantee you it's better. But here's the reality. The there are way more ways to analyze them, how they've well, gotten it wrong. The game has become, I mean, the amount, like, every, Guys on the bench in the NBA now are probably as good as starters were 50 years ago. Mm -hmm. So the game has gotten much more skilled. It's much bigger, more athletic, faster. It's harder to officiate. But the bigger deal now is we watch every game. You can watch every game. We have more cameras than ever in arenas that have HD capabilities that you can f slow everything down to like the, like the smallest possible millisecond. So... I think that's a huge part of it. Are we also in agreement, though? Putting the game under protest is one of the lamest things you can do. <laughs> I think it's so lame. Well, there's nothing they can actually, I, like, nothing's going to change. They're right. not changing the result but of the game. But it's also like, we, we want to show our fans we care. Like, this game's under protest. Like, we're filing a protest. Like, I don't know. Just see, it comes across as very lame. Like, do it the good old fashioned way. Just go in and rip them. What do you think about we've got complaining about the refs? What do you think about the complaining about the basketballs at the NCAA tournament? Too 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 much air in those Wilson basketballs. I thought they don't like the color either. It's like a very orange basketball. Yeah, I mean, they, I think it's something with the seams. Don't they say like it doesn't? They used them at the AAC tournament as well, and I will say they look they're jarring to look at. Yes, yes they're different. Even in person, they're like very bright. I think orange. the complaint that the players have is well, three point shooting is down significantly in the NCAA tournament. Like tournament wide compared to what it was during the season, guys aren't making as many shots, and the the common complaint seems to be the balls are overinflated. They're like too. It, the way people are phrasing it is they're being pumped up by like administrators instead of people who actually play basketball. Somebody call Brady and fast, ask how you fix this. And and it's been a, there's been a call for because like ultimately in a college whereas the NBA there's a uniform basketball Correct, that they use like in college like you know like Memphis uses Nike basketball well, yeah it's whatever the Adidas you're, schools use Adidas basketballs Under Armour schools use Under Armour basketballs and then the NCAA tournament I think uses these Wilson basketballs so it's like a completely different basketball some probably than do, what you were using in during the regular season some people do have a Wilson deal I want to say. I don't know if it's still the case. Ohio State used to have be a Nike provided school, but they played with Wilson. Wilson supplied their their balls, if you will. Good for Wilson. Well, I think I think the ref complaining let, is. Let, let me let me also tell you this. 
I don't think that's going to change. I imagine Wilson pays a lot of money to. <laughs> Maybe just don't pump him up quite as much. Deflate gate him. You know. I bet it's. I bet it's not that they're inflated anymore. I bet it's the leather's tougher. Yeah, because they're brand new. Yeah, got brand new balls out there. Crazy. All right. Well, when we come back. Let's talk to Jason Smith. We'll get his thoughts on John Morant's return, the Grizzlies, the Tigers. All that and more. You're listening to Giannato and Jeffrey on 92.9 FM. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm ESPN. Take your shot during BetMGM's March matchups and instantly receive $200 in bonus bets. Simply sign up using bonus code right 200 WRIGHT200 and place a $10 bet on any college basketball tournament game. Win or lose, $200 in bonus bets will be added to your account right away. Plus, you'll discover a wide variety of parlay selection features, daily boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions, 21 years of age or older to wager, Tennessee only, new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued is now drawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. For problem gambling support, call the Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789. Jason Smith is the co-host of the Jason and John Show weekdays from 11 until 2 on Twitter at JasonSmith929. Jason, we asked this question last segment. I'll ask to you, as a Tiger fan, who do you want to win, FAU or Tennessee? Oh. It's a Sophie's um, choice, I admit. Yeah, I'd hate to sound petty, but give me give me FAU. I'd rather you say you lost to the team that advanced the furthest, right? You don't want to... <laughs> You don't want to give. Uh, I hate. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm with you, Jason. I'm in the camp of 
I I would never like God. We could have gone to an elite eight. We could have gone to a final. I'm the, I'm that guy. Just don't give Tennessee any more credit than we've yep. already had to. Because yep. frankly, it has been it has been impressive. This is war. Without Ziegler, I'm give me FAU all day. Yep. Uh, go Owls. Yep. Go Dusty May. I am I am with you, Jason. I, yep. I and and it gives like Tennessee be, to be able to say like we beat the team that eliminated you. You exactly. know, like I yeah, I'm I'm with you. I, the the entire premise of the game, even as not a I'm not a Tigers fan, it just makes me sick to my stomach. But if I'm going to have to sit through it, I'd rather see FAU win it. Well, not to mention the fact that we, you know Rick Barnes won't play you, which we understand why he feels the way he does. But we, we we've also said, man, you should take the high road here uh, because the 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 state absolutely loves it. More importantly, both fan bases love it. I don't care what Tennessee fans. Uh, tell you after they beat you or whatever, or even in defeat. I mean, it's a great, it's a great series. They're not playing it, so we've we've got other reasons not to root. We got plenty of reasons not to root for Tennessee. Um, yeah, give me Owls all day. And listen, this is not some Cinderella story either. I mean, we, if you consider, you know, t- t- Tennessee's relying right now on a defense that's as, as good in the country as there is. There's no question about it. At some point, though, you wonder whether or not those offensive issues they've had all season and that were certainly magnified when Zakai, you know, gets the injury. You wonder if that's going to come back and haunt him. And we know uh, FAU can score all day long. And it's not just skill, it's dogs. We saw it against Memphis. So, I'm, I, I, listen, I don't think it's far-fetched. That line, I know, I, you know, it was five, maybe come down. I think John told me before we got out, it maybe was down to four and a half, something like that. I, I, listen, I, I like I like FAU as a as a as a – Good shot to win tonight, and so it's not just me pulling for a Cinderella. Feels like if someone can get the seventy in that game, they're going to win. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be well. Yeah, I think the total's like one twenty-eight. Is it really? Yeah, um, yeah it's going to be an ugly one. One twenty-nine and a half. Yes, if someone gets to seventy, that they will likely yeah. win. Yeah, interesting. Uh, the other team in town, the Grizzlies, big game last night. John Morant returns, looked like himself on the court. You know, maybe a little more. Uh, emotionally fragile right now, just coming back from everything. But it seemed like, all in all, it went pretty well. What were your thoughts on John Morant returning to the court? Uh, two things, and it kind of you know, kind of dovetails off what we were just talking about. What's happening with the Grizzlies right now? Before the John Morant return last night, but sort of the stabilization. You know, them winning, what, six of the last seven without him before he's back. Um, the fact that it's you know, all of a sudden it feels like all things are possible again with the Grizzlies in a way that, you know, maybe, you know, Western Conference Finals, okay, you can see the path, whereas two weeks ago we weren't doing that. I bring that up because it's, 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 it's helped, Mark. It's helped mm-hmm. in terms of moving on from Tigers, having the Grizzlies fun to talk about again, things going well, because, again, as recently as a week and a half ago, two weeks, there were so many unknowns that there was a real fear about, you know, you know this thing falling off of a cliff. And so back to the – Back to your question. No, it felt great last night getting the win, John Morant being back, and it's it's all it's adding to that feeling of it feels like okay, now you can again, and especially when you survey the rest of the West and how everybody that considers themselves a contender in the West, most of them all still have question marks. Even a Denver team that's not dealing with injury issues like the rest of them as much, but but isn't playing as well. And so with all that, with Jaws' return, I thought for the most part. You know, the way that it's been handled, the sort of tipping of the cap to the way the team has been playing, so I'm going to come off the bench, you know, the way that was handled. There's a real chance. I'll be honest with you. Skip Bayless coming through at the time he did and, and sort of, 
you know, in this, in his cornball way, trying to find something and that, you know, it's a parade inside my city. Yeah. Line that's, you know, that's going to be a rallying cry for this team the rest of the way. And so at a time where, you know, a week and a half, you're wondering if this thing's coming apart, it, uh, the potential is there for sort of a, a coming together, uh, you know, you know, the word I love to use the, the, you know, galvanizing of this team that, uh, man, you can just sort of sort of put yourself back in that boat that, you know, that you, that you were in maybe earlier this season of, uh, yeah, man, maybe this team can get to a Western Conference Finals, and who knows after that point, because at this point, no one, I would say no one in the West scares you with everything that's going on with the Grizzlies. I realize the Steven Adams component to this and whether he can get back and help you in playoffs is a big part of whatever you can do this year, uh, but, man, it feels good. It's fun to talk Grizzlies again because of how well it feels like things have sort of fallen into line here, fallen do, into place. Do we owe maybe Skip a thank you? Maybe he's I'm the telling you, maybe I'm he's the dark knight. Maybe he really is still a Grizzlies guy. Maybe these maybe. are his Memphis Grizzlies. He was laying down the law, challenging his guys. Y'all and yeah, know this this team looks for that. This team looks yeah. sometimes to the point where they make stuff up. Right? These, these <laughs> yes. This is one where very easily he has given you the stuff of dreams, really, for the rest of the year. And 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 really, it, it, so it's. You know, and even the Grizzlies have adopted, and they're playing it over the last. You know, it's 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 a way of poking fun back at Skip that you don't know what the hell you're talking about. We've been doing this all season long, but also sort of like I said, a rallying cry. And I know my man Mark loves narratives. I just mm-hmm. I, I see it all sort of coming together at the right time, and yeah, maybe even Skip Bayless had a little bit of a hand in it. Yeah, no, it does. It, it, it's amazing how I and I said this in our opening segment. Like, is it is it okay to like say like you know obviously. No one wanted Ja to go through what he just went through. I'm sure Ja did not want to go through what he just went through. But, like, yeah, they're coming out on the other end, like, you know, more focused Ja. Jaron Jackson Jr. is, like, coming yeah. to his own. Yeah. You know, Dylan played, bet. you know, is out of the slump. You know, and it seemed to correspond with, you know, ultimately, like, him stepping up into more of a leadership role, especially yeah. vocally when Ja went out. Or Ja left the team, you know. Like it's too early to say this definitively, but we might look back on this and go, "Man, that was probably the best thing that could have happened to him." And I was listening to you lay those out, and I agreed with you uh, completely on that. And I think maybe for me, the biggest one is Jaron, because when you take Ja off, in addition to having you know Stephen Adams out, and he is pushed into a role where you have to be more of the focal point or a focal point of that offense, they've had to feed him. And you look at the result of it. I mean, we were saying possible silver lining of Steven Adams being out is that Jaron's going to have to step up. Well, when you take Ja out of the mix, you know, one of your top three in the, in the, in the, in the pecking order of the, of the offense, it's, for, it's forced the Grizzlies, and it's forced Jaron at a time he seems finally ready to take it on. You know, to dem- there have been instances he's demanding the ball. At the end of that Dallas game, he puts you over the top with a layup late. Josh saying call 13, like that may be in terms of him, you know, I hesitate to use the word turning a corner, but clearly we're seeing the best offensive basketball from Jaron Jackson we've ever seen before. And so, you know, if, if part of Ja being out was contributed to this in some, you know, decently uh, 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 impactful way, then absolutely, man. But, but it's not just that. I mean, Ty is too. The way he's bounced back as a starter, you know, you just figure, okay, and they, and they have. And Drew Hill made a great point with us that, you know, yes, he's been starting and playing well as a starter, but he spent a lot of those minutes too that he's played recently with some of those bench guys. So you're hoping you get good Tyus back, you know, with that second unit. There's been a lot of – 
you know, you can tell yourself, and certainly it's more than just telling yourself, I think many reasons to believe there's been some good that's come out of it. And I got to be honest with you. I got to be honest with you. When Taylor Jenkins said, what, two weeks, week and a half ago, when we were going through, oh, my gosh, what's going to happen with Ja, uh, Stephen Adams, that news about reevaluation after, mm-hmm. you know, uh, he said that, you know, may, we'll find out some things about ourselves, or maybe at that point that quote was, we have or we will continue to find. And I kind of rolled my eyes. It, it felt more like, okay, yeah, that's the trying to spin it positive when, mm-hmm. frankly, you're in the middle of a hot mess. Yeah. But I'll be damned if that's not sort of what sort of occurred and uh, you got to give a lot. You got to give a lot of credit to those players who, yeah, didn't you know they 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 didn't just stabilize things. They found another level, another gear, and it's a gear that's probably going to help them going forward as they finish out the regular season on into the playoffs. All right, especially Jaron, especially Jaron. We'll wrap it up like this. I want you to take a spin on the Western Conference roulette wheel. Who do you think the Who do you want the Grizzlies to face in the first round? And who do you think they actually will face in the first round? It's a, there's a lot of options here for you, Jason, given how crazy the Western Conference standings are. Uh, so it's the, you know, they're going to hold down the, the two spot. Yeah, let's, pres- let's you, presume for this argument yeah, they're, they're, they're the two, the two seed. That, that's happening. That's happening because Sacramento is about to be three. But well, they got Phoenix coming up. You've got Houston. So we'll say they're doing this from the two spot. Okay, home court through the first two rounds in terms of who I want. I would love to see, let's, I'll work from the, the front backwards. I'd love to see Sacramento in that second round. I'm not banking on it because, mm-hmm. frankly, I think Sacramento's in a lot of the same place that you were. You know, once you got past Golden State in the play-in, you had to try to, you know, your first really with this group against Utah, you got to mm-hmm. learn how to win in the playoffs. I yeah. don't think they're ready to advance past the first series. That said, if you're talking about ideally, yeah, I'd love to get them in the second round. And then, I, you know, whether it's, I don't know Dallas, Golden State. I think it's OKC right now. Yeah, that's right now, it, right now OKC is the seven, and Minnesota no, OKC is the eight. Is eight. Oh, sorry, Minnesota is right yeah, the seven. So See, OKC would have to win that first game. At least if we're using now against Minnesota, mm-hmm. and then they would become the seven. You yeah. play them. I mean, there's a, there's a possibility. There's a good possibility it'll be Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Uh, out of those, that group, uh, the team I probably most want to face. Uh, give me OKC. Yeah. I think it's – I don't want to overthink this. Uh, give me that OKC team that's – you've got to – I mean, you got to respect what they've done this year in terms of yeah. not worrying about, you know, draft lotteries and everything else. But uh, There's no team the playing better in the Western long. Conference over the last it's 10 crazy. games it's than Oklahoma absurd. City. Yeah. When you feel like, you know, that maybe they should be laying down. But I don't know, man. Shea seems yeah, more engaged than I thought he would be with where they are as a franchise, trying to, you know, figure out if, if he's going to be part of the future or not. And, and clearly he acts he's, like he's engaged and wants to be. Like maybe he's the centerpiece indeed. But yeah. uh, they have impressed the heck out of me. That said, though, I'd still want to give them. They haven't, they haven't done anything. I uh, yeah. haven't even come close to sniffing it. So give me, give me those uh, inexperienced guys. Jason, we appreciate it. Thanks, man. Y'all take care. Yep. That was Jason Smith, co-host of the Jason and John Show, 11-2 to 2, every weekday right here on 92.9 FM ESPN. When we come back, we'll tell your story. Nick Saban mm. has clarified his comments that, let me tell you, Did they he? were not about Nate Oates. Did he? 
We'll tell, he's going to tell his story next. You're listening to Giannato and Jeffrey on 92.9 FM ESPN. 92.9 FM ESPN is Memphis's sports station on the free Odyssey app. Download it now on your phone. Smart speakers say play 92.9 ESPN. What's up, everybody? Nick Costos here with the Sports Betting Minute, brought to you by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. The men's college basketball tournament returns tonight, and one of the games on the board sees Tennessee as a five-and-a-half-point favorite against Florida Atlantic, total 129-and-a-half. Now, Tennessee got the job done this past weekend against Duke, and if you bet Tennessee in that game, you took them as a three-and-a-half or a four-point underdog. I don't like laying points with Tennessee. I don't trust Tennessee's coach, and I like Florida Atlantic a lot. Florida Atlantic is not a bad team, won 30-plus games in the regular season. They're not here by accident. I like Florida Atlantic getting the points here. I don't know if FAU will win the game, but give me Florida Atlantic plus the five and a half coming up tonight against Tennessee. That's it for this Sports Betting Minute brought to you by BetMGM. Download the BetMGM app and take your game to the next level with the king of sportsbooks. Must be 21 years or older. Must be in Tennessee. Visit BetMGM.com for full list of terms and conditions. For problem gambling support, call the Tennessee Red Line. 800-889-9789. Edwin Watts Golf Shops for the hottest new arrivals from Titleist. Check out the new Pro V1 Golf Balls designed for longer distance, more consistency, and unrivaled control. Swing by Edwin Watts Golf Shops and elevate your game with the new TSR Woods. Engineered faster, longer, and straighter. Come in and get custom fit for free today. Edwin Watts Golf Shops. Home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee, unmatched service, unmatched expertise. Ooh-wee! The Grizz are on fire this year, John. And they aren't the only team on fire. You're right about that. The team at Tops just launched a limited time offer. Get this, Tops Fire Braised Chicken with Memphis White Sauce. Pulled chicken, seared over an open flame, piled high on a Tops bun, and drizzled with a special Memphis White Sauce that's creamy and tangy with a little Memphis kick. Put the Tops Fire Braised Chicken with Memphis White Sauce in your starting lineup today. Available now at Tops Poplar, State Line, and Fraser locations, and more to come. This is Rob Joyner with James Davis, one of the finest men's clothing stores in America, and we are ready for spring with five pocket performance pants in every color imaginable. New print performance knit shirts and sports shirts, perfect for work or the golf course, with Peter Millar, Johnny O, and Left Coast Tee. If you need a fresh look for work or for the spring parties coming up, our new sport coat selection is a must-look at. We have two Paul Batenley suits for $8.95, regularly $650 each in an array of colors and patterns, and our perfect fit alterations at no charge. Don't forget our Stant Custom shirts with new spring fabrics, just three measurements, and the computer gives the perfect fit. In two and a half weeks, the shirts arrive starting at $138 and hundreds of fabric choices. James Davis in the Laurelwood Shopping Center, an incredible shopping experience. Visit anytime at jamesdavismemphis.com. 
Make today more interesting with Bentley's online sports betting action. You can bet on pro and college games with Bentley, the only online sports book in Arkansas and Tennessee. And right now, every new customer can cash in on a $250 risk-free first bet. Download the Bentley Sportsbook app now in the Apple and Google Play Store or visit Bentley.com. With Bentley, every game matters. Must be 21 or older and located in Arkansas or Tennessee to bet. Play responsibly. For help quitting, call 800-522-4700. A horrific car accident left Paula with major injuries and surgery after surgery. I got to the point where I really couldn't walk. I had to resign from work. I was really just laying in bed. It was terrible. I would go back under the knife. She missed working and traveling, but all that was about to change. QC Kinetics used natural biologics to treat Paula. No foreign substances. They provided regenerative treatments that helped subside the pain and restore her quality of life. Oh my gosh, I can't believe it. I was feeling more movement and doing stuff. And then I started crying. I'm like, I can't believe it. For Paula, this moment was extremely emotional. I couldn't do nothing. And now I'm working, and I was on my feet for seven and a half hours, and I feel good. I got my life back because of QC Kinetics. Call QC Kinetics now for your consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 901-445-1010. That's 901-445-1010. 901-445-1010. All right, Jeffrey, for today's Tell Your Story, we go to Alabama Pro Day. Where Nick Saban was asked for some clarification on those uh, comments he made, I believe, was it yesterday? Maybe two days ago? I think it was Tuesday. In which he said uh, regarding Tony Mitchell's uh, trouble with the law, one of his five-star freshmen, uh, there's no such thing as the wrong place at the wrong time. Mm -hmm. And everyone immediately thought it was a narrative on everything that's been going on with Alabama basketball. Well, Nick Saban is here to correct the record, Mm. sir. Okay, quote, there's nothing to clarify. I don't watch basketball coaches' press conferences. How many years have I been coaching? I've never watched one, never listened to what other people say. It's strictly about our program and what we do. It has nothing to do with anybody else. I don't make comments about anybody else, and we hope the basketball team does really, really well. I believe he made comments about Jimbo Fisher last year, Deion Sanders last year, and I'm going to be honest, I'm not buying this story, Nick Saban. I think you were making comments a couple days ago about your basketball coach. That also was not a denial. All it was was, <laughs> I don't watch basketball press conferences. That's a good tell your story, though. Good, good try. Good try, Saban. Oh, man. My thanks to Eric Hassan for joining the program, as well as Jason Smith. If you missed anything, we'll be up on the podcast show after the program. And for Dennis, for Mark, this is Jeffrey saying thanks for listening. Keep listening. The Gabe Coon Show is coming up next. WMFS FM and HD1 Bartlett. WMFS Memphis celebrating a legacy of sports as the flagship home of the Memphis Grizzlies and Tigers Talk. Always live on the Odyssey app and on smart speakers say play 92.9 ESPN. Crime is out of control and many people are asking what can they do to protect themselves? Well, you can start by saving money at the largest indoor gun range and academy in the Mid-South, Top Gun Memphis. We have the largest gun store of any range in the Mid-South and we save the average shooter about $15 over any any other range when you come out and shoot. Sign up for your permit to carry class at TopGunMemphis.com. Come to Top Gun Memphis, save money, and pick out the right firearm for you. TopGunMemphis.com. Calling all the Mid-South! 
Bobby J is waiting for your call today to drive off in your new Kia from Dawson Kia on the Pike. 2023 Kia Soul LX333 a month. $27.99 due at signing. Or 2023 Kia K5 LXS362 a month. $31.99 due at signing. And 2023 Kia Sportage LX all-wheel drive. $381 a month. $34.99 due at signing. All 36 month lease. And if you can't find what you're looking for, let Bobby J order a new ride for you today. Plus, Kia's best in-class warranty. 10-year, 100,000 mile powertrain limited warranty. Ask for Bobby J. He'll put you in a new Kia today. Gossip Kia 1900 Cuffy to Pike online. Kia Cuffy to Pike.com. If you want it, we got it and got it more. All 650 acquisition fee, 30,000 miles, 20 cents excess mileage, sold P7866988, MSRP22945, K5 PG200400, MSRP26455, Sportage PG107225, MSRP29790, includes all rebates and incentives, must finance 200, excludes tax title and license with approved credit, CD for complete details, offer valid through 331-2023, dealer stock only, warranties, limited powertrain warranty, ckia.com or retailer for details. Is your old bulk tank water heater dying? That's a good thing, because now you have the perfect excuse to get that Navian tankless water heater. Hot water, as much as you need, only when you need it. Your old tank hot water heater kept pouring your money into itself. A Navian only heats water when you need it heated. Rest of the time, you're just saving the bucks. Put new life into your hot water. Visit tanklessmadesimple.com today and check out Navian's strong warranty, too. Water, heat it only when you need it with Navian. Wendy's 2 for $6 lets you mix and match some of our best items. Like... <gasps> Dave Single with a 10-piece crispy nugs. Medium strawberry lemonade with a spicy chicken sandwich. Spicy chicken with a Dave Single. Dave Single with a strawberry lemonade. Strawberry lemonade. Strawberry lemonade. If you're into that. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.